Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, July 11th, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. Guys, it's really nice to see you today. How are you doing? Not bad, Percy. How are you doing? I couldn't be better. You okay. know what? I said we've got a lot of stuff in the go, though, eh? I, I right. said a lot of content here today, Grant. Tons yes, of sir. content. And how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I had a great weekend. Our, our oldest son was home for five days, and now he's back again. We'll see him again in six months. So, but it was nice. It was nice to have everyone together. Yeah, maybe well, uh, had some said, good food and maybe a few too many uh, beverages, but it was all good. I find that hard to believe, a guy that looks as sharp as you the next day. Oh, I'm talking about my wife. <laughs> It couldn't have been that many. I love that line. I'll tell you what. Let's start with a little bit of Blue Jay news. And I'm telling you what. I'm not. I'll tell you. This is shocking. In the last 11 games, one win. And, uh, you know, what, what I think bothers me the worst about this is now the good news that I was unaware of. They are still in a wild card position. They're now tied with the Seattle Mariners with the fast coming Baltimore Orioles only two games back. But you know what, Dan? There's a lot of things wrong here. And a lot of it is, um, you know, the pitching. You can't win with poor pitching. And right now, the only guy that seems to be given them, or the only two guys, Ross Stripling, who was not even allowed to be a starter, has been fantastic. Manoa has been Manoa-like. Yep. But, you know, what's got to be really insulting is Ryan Barecki, who I always liked, left-hander that the Jays gave up on, beat them the other day. Nothing better for Ryan Brecky than to come in and beat the Jays. Nope, for sure. You know, he was coming off Tommy John surgery, and they was something that the management didn't like about him. And uh, Robbie Ray beat them. So you know what? All these teams that didn't, you know, let's face it, Robbie Ray didn't get the money he wanted from the Jays, said, I wanted to stay in Toronto. That's insulting when you lose to those two guys. But what, what do you think the answer, or is there an answer, Dan, if you have to think of what the Jays can do to right this ship? Because it, one win and ten losses, it's shocking yeah, to I me. I, I'm at a loss to, <laughs> to find out what they can do to right it because, like, it's, you know, obviously pitching's an issue just with who's out, all that sort of stuff. They don't have their regular guys that are there. And, you know, I have a guy like Berrios that's not living up to what he's right. supposed to live up to. And and with the injuries, that's, I think, the biggest issue because, you know, standing at beside home plate and swinging the stick, they're not doing that well either. And maybe like this is just a come like a huge full circle of knowing that they have to like there's more pressure on the bats than they than they have because they know pitching is is weak. I don't know. Yeah, and I well, what I can't figure out either on top of it all. So it may right the ship. Like we've got this Max Castillo pitched as the young upstart Jay pitched very well uh, in one of the games. Went five innings, uh, only gave up a couple of hits. This is the guy, an up-and-comer for the Jays. But you know what? They, they've got to pray that it, uh, Gosman gets back pretty quick. Um, you know, th- things things will improve, I still believe. But what I don't understand is this touchy-feely world we live in. Montoya keeps saying, oh, we're okay. Well, no, you're not okay. No, You're, you're not. one win and ten losses, and you're not okay at this stage of the game. And, you know, maybe it's time to get a little gritty and figure this out. Maybe you just hit the nail on the head there. They're not okay. Maybe it's Montoya. Well, I'm sure that... Maybe a new bench boss is what they need. The powers that be will figure this out sooner than later, and then... Bring Gibby back. I Well, that would be that would make me happy anyway, and it would make <laughs> you happy as well. He was the best. The other thing, too, that, I, that, 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 that maybe they need to go back to, because it's something that I think a lot of the players have gotten away from, is checking their gloves to make sure there's not a hole in them that the ball will go through. Well, I'm still shocked that a first baseman has that happen twice. 
Not once, once it does happen, but twice yeah. when the glove is kind of a key element to them. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the fast charging Philadelphia Phillies are in for a two game stretch starting tomorrow, and they're they're a really good ball team too. So they better be on their game. Now on the plus side, with all this negativity, Alejandro Kirk, George Springer, Guerrero, and Manoa are going to the All Star game. That's great. And Springer deserves to go. Manoa deserves to go. And so does Kirk. Yes. Guerrero, because he's Guerrero, is going to go. They're going to vote him in. He started hot and it's kind of yeah, cooled it's kind off. of cooled down, but he's still Guerrero, right? Yep. Um, now this is the this is my topic. This is the one that's been eating me up. Have the Leafs ever backed themselves into a <laughs> I was corner? Wondering where you go with that? You knew where I'm going. They have backed themselves into an unbelievable corner. They, I guess, when I look at what I saw today and figured all this out, they've got to re-sign Jack Campbell because your options now are so limited. They're, they are seriously looking at Matt Murray, Dan, and I know that makes the hair in your arm stand on end. <laughs> They're thinking that Matt Murray might be the answer, and they've stooped so low in the goalie pool, and I don't want to knock this guy because he's a backup, that Jake Allen may be the answer. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Oh, no. So they've got to sign Campbell, and the word now is is that Campbell is looking at all sorts of options outside of Toronto. Yeah. Well, what does that what does this do to your confidence if you're Jack Campbell? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, you obviously know at this point that they don't have 100% faith within your abilities, within you as being their number one starter. So you know, and what we've learned from him, he's a he's a bit of a superstitious guy. He's he's very he he can be affected very very easy. He gets he gets down on himself a lot. So this is not helping. No. no, and and let's face it. And with Campbell and personally, I we know he's a decent guy. Yep. Like we know we figured that out early on. I'm not sure he's the guy either. You don't like him. I I there's things about his goaltending I don't like. See, I like Campbell. All right. I just I, I do like he Campbell never steals I, a game. And I guys. think I think he's he's gotten a rough ride. Um, you know, you can look at the uh you can look at the playoffs and you know that that game seven, what was the final two one? Yeah, right? nothing to do with so him. yeah, and it was an empty netter, I believe, that they, they got the second one. Like he's doing his job. And right. it's the guys in front of him that need to step it up as well. So to me, I'm a big fan of, of Jack Campbell and I think that Grant is totally right that you know, now he's going to see who actually wants him. Well, sure, he, he has every, where, and he has every right, as you said, to look at these options, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not about that. But, yeah, NHL free agency is coming on Wednesday, so there's going to be a lot of stuff happen for the rest of the week, you yeah. know? And the big the big one with free agency, which we'll just touch on quickly, is Johnny Hockey. Johnny Gaudreau, does he resign with Calgary? Does he go somewhere else with his 115 points? Calgary better hope and pray he resigns with them. I would think he'd stay in Calgary. He would want to, wouldn't he? Well, the, I, I look at Calgary Flames as uh, they're kind of on the brink of doing some special things too. Like they have uh, Markstrom and Nett. Their defensive core is decent, and the offense is, is great, and they have a lot of great pieces to that whole puzzle. Now they just got to get that, that you know, get over that hump. They're kind of, I wouldn't put them the same uh, as, say, the Leafs, where it's like you need a couple, you know, more pieces, but. They just seem to have a different feel out in Calgary. Yeah, they do, don't they? And they're, yeah, I agree. I agree with you completely. Um, so, two people that I don't like, and you and Grant are not included in this. All right, okay? good. Uh, Wimbledon. You don't like the Joker. 
Well, I like him better than I like the other guy. So he beat Kyrgios <laughs> after dropping the first set. Yeah. But did you guys hear what Kyrgios did? He, I, I he went know. bananas he again. Complained some lady in there the There was crowd. a lady drunk, and he said, she won't be quiet when I'm trying to serve. And he yelled and screamed at the umpire. He needs psychi- He needs psychiatric help is oh, what he needs. A, he's an animal. And I'm thrilled that uh, the Joker actually beat him because you don't, you just don't have to like the other guy at all. So you don't like Kyrgios? I think if Kyrgios... Kyrgios. If he can tame down his behavior, I think he's a great player. He had him on the ropes yeah. and went ballistic, yelling at people and screaming and, you know, doing the things he normally does. Yep. And anyway, he threw that away. And Wimbledon went to the right guy, I guess, this time. Yep. And big week, though, in golf, guys. It's the British Open. And a lot of things can happen. Now, they had the Scottish Open, though. Xander Shoffley won that fourth time in 12 months. He's won the tournament as a lead-in to playing at St. Andrews. And, yeah. you know, St. Andrews is that bucket list thing for me, Dan. Absolutely. I would I would love to, the day before I before I depart this earth, to be able to step on that course, not hit a shot because oh, I defile the course. No, you'd want to <laughs> play it. it. <laughs> it would be heaven, wouldn't it? So what do you think of this? the uh, Scottish Open? And I don't want to go on about Live Tour too much. Okay. Poulter and one of the other players actually were going to be denied and had a legal challenge to play in that tournament, and they allowed it. They were going to ban them. Really? Which I'm shocked at for whatever reason. It's not a PGA event. Anyway, they let them play. So there's still a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's my favorite tournament. That means I have to get up at 4 in the morning and watch because they they start nice and early and end early. You know, my kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so it's pretty cool. And uh, in case anybody, our listeners out there are concerned, the Barbadol, Barbazol shaving Barbasol? tournament, yep. Trey Mullinex won, whoever that is. Trey. 25 under, and the reason I bring it up is I thought Adam Svensson had this one in the bag, finished sixth. Okay. Still probably a great payday for him. No, 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 for sure, absolutely. All right, so, you know, moving forward, um, we had the triathlon. So we're going here. local now. Let's go local. Okay. Let's go local and go deep. Yep. Um, so triathlon. Yeah, the All right. Ironman 70.3 to be Point exact. 0.3, yep. okay, that's the positive. Uh, I was in and about town doing a number of things uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting through town from where I live, which is not far off the main drag, was uh, was very well done. Uh, police at the intersections at Veterans Way, West Street and up. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a brief wait each time. I have no problem waiting for people running. You know, yep. there's no issue there. That's the positive. Yep. Um, my my negative as a personal, I came out uh, at one point near Westside Fish and Chips. Mass confusion, nobody there. Uh, runners coming, pylons willy-nilly all around. People going down the wrong lane. Um, didn't get into the drivers, thing, or yep. the runners, thank God, but running in the other side. So... Uh, and then I, my understanding is the highway was closed at one point. So how do they make this work or do they ever, or do they come in September? Like we talked about in the first place. They got to come in September. Okay. Period. All right. Like it just can't happen in July or August. We, I mean, this, this town influxes in population at that time. I can see maybe 20, 30 years ago. You know, having an event like this during this time because it's, you know, it, it helps, you know, bring people into the hotels and whatnot. Hotels are going to be sold out no matter what. And I'm, I'm guessing that since this is on the list and since all the rooms are booked for the, like, for the 1,500 people that are coming, uh, that are participating, that there's probably a bit of a deal. Like, they probably could charge more if this wasn't happening. 
you know, and they probably could like for people that are coming into this town, the downtown's quiet. Like it really does uh, smother activity downtown. So yeah, you, you'll still have on, you know, yesterday the restaurants were busy, but the restaurants were going to be busy anyways. They weren't busy with triathletes. They weren't busy with these guys, the people that came up competing. They're busy with people that are going to be out and about anyways. Like, so why do we do this in July? Why do we, why don't, like, why don't we wait until September? Like it was done way back when it first started coming to town. Do you remember when we first started having the world, like the I world championship the, I in 96? I watched that was in the September. world. That was spectacular. And that and was that the was second September. week, second weekend in September. And why not then? Like all these guys are wearing these super thick wetsuits when they're racing anyways, no matter what the temperature is, because of buoyancy and speed through the water. Like it has nothing to do with the temperature of the water. So why don't they just do it in September when it's a little bit quieter and then it might push, uh, you know, sales for downtown uh, a little bit better. Maybe people stick around. Like, it's just like they're literally coming in. Like you said, they're coming in on the Sunday, maybe the Saturday, and then they're gone. And But you have a very valid point about revenue, and it's a very strong point. The revenue is going to be there regardless yeah. in July, as we well know. So the bottom line is why not shift it? For, for every obvious reason to September when it's a bit quieter, gives these local businesses a better chance to survive after a pandemic, for yeah. goodness sake, oh, yeah. you know, and, and move forward. So I, again, I hope that the common, the people that make these decisions start to make the right decision. And well, I mean, it's a, faced with this next July. Well, it's a huge moneymaker for the Ironman corporation. Correct. Because you have 1500 people, uh, they're being charged 1500 to enter. And these these people, uh, like the the company that runs this, you know, totally takes over sections of our town uh, with with permission from the town to do this. And it's the people that are like user groups. Like last Thursday night, I was at the arena. There were three lacrosse games, and the whole parking lot was empty except for the white. Uh, fencing around for the uh, the the bicycle transition area. Well, they had a security guard there to keep people out. <laughs> why wouldn't they have been keeping? Why wouldn't in? they? Why wouldn't they have a security guard there to say, okay, please don't move the fence. Here's your entry area. We've selected this over here, and you can park in here because I know it's a busy night at the arena. No, he was there to make sure no one just went in there into the empty parking lot. Right. So Crazy. Well, very Dan, very well put across the board. And Grant, yeah, I had the same kind of thing too. It was, I think, it was on thir Friday afternoon or something. I believe it was, or maybe it was Thursday afternoon. I went over to take uh, take the pooch for a hike uh, around the uh, you know the lookout area, and I went to park at that area where that has the monuments. Yep. Yeah, the war monuments, and there were some uh, some rider trucks that were all kind of against the the back part of the uh, the parking lot. And I pulled into a, a parking spot, and this gentleman says, oh, "Sorry, sir, you can't." He didn't call me sir. He said, "You can't park there." If he would have been nice, a little yeah. bit nice, I wouldn't have made a big deal of it. it's like no no you can't park here and i'm like uh why can't i park here oh well, we're using it i said this is not your parking lot i don't see any signage anywhere i'm i'm parking here yeah and he's like well uh, you know i might have to call the authorities and i'm like call the authorities i, I don't like i I'm don't just care. walking my dog i'm taking my dog for a walk and i'm parking here yeah, you by know the what time I, mean? I get back like and i wasn't rude about it but it was like you know what don't tell me i can't park here i can yeah. park where i want this is a public parking lot well for this sure there's your parking huge lot. entitlement right yeah, it's just that's what kind of rubbed me the wrong way and just the fact that that, that he was a little bit 
rude about it you yeah. know what i mean and it's like so for me when people are like that it's all to go out of my way to, to well you get you your know. back up a little bit quicker well yeah i just wanted to go for a walk you know so but, september start september, september start 2023 would hey, be perfect we have a municipal election coming up soon yes we do mm. maybe someone if they tell me that they're going to move that event do they get your vote they got my vote you know what i think i'm the same i think i think i agree i think i feel yeah. i see i'm not against this event or any sporting event of this magnitude well, you're coming pro to sport. I mean, pro sport. I love it. Like super jock, right? But you want it. S- but I don't out. want that. This event in July or August. Right. And there's no need for it. No need is the second thing. So, so as I said, it was, you know, certain parts of it were well done. I'm, I, but I'm glad uh, that it's over this year. Yes. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a full plan. Well, I'll tell you what we, Oh, so, you, well, you've got more. Well, I do have more, but I. You but have wait, more. But wait, there's more. So I got two things. Well, I got a couple things I want to talk about. I don't think I have time for the the one uh, big issue that I have. Ah, uh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. So I think we'll have to wait till Friday. But we did have two. We can make time. I think uh, we can do it. We we have two uh, lacrosse teams that were traveling yes. at the Braver and Brave uh, tournament down in Oshawa this weekend. Uh, we had the young boys in, uh, Braden Willings and Avery Shirtlift. They, yes, were, they were on yes. their way. Fortunately, they weren't as successful as they thought they'd be. They ended up losing in the semis uh, to Oshawa, who may have gone on to win the whole thing. And then uh, what was a more of a surprise is our U13s, they were down and they were uh, they had a short bench. They ended up making it to the final. Wow! Yeah, good for and them. So they they had uh, they played. They were as I was told, punching above their weight, and uh, they did a fantastic job for that. So I'll, I'll maybe I'll just tease it because like this is yeah. Start us a, with the teaser. I okay. like that. So the OLA is the Ontario Lacrosse Association. Yes, and we'll talk about this more on Friday. Uh, they control what's going on with lacrosse right right so there's a team in huntsville that has now been uh excluded from provincials and they're saying that there's a certain rule that uh, that that team hasn't abided by and they're not allowed to go in all right and so, we'll, we're gonna hold on that we absolutely will we will have a discussion on friday we'll have a huge discussion we'll start the show with that yeah well yes we will yeah because it is more important than my and i you know with that being said all joking joking aside if you get a guy with time and money i can see why there's like these outlaw leagues that start because you you get something like this happens to you like the live tour or some of these hockey leagues that you hear about that, you know, something happens with the the people that are running the league. And then, like, you know, they're like, screw you guys. I'm going to do it myself, and I hope to bury you. Right, because there isn't a lot of comeback either against a powerful outfit, right? Correct. All right, well, that's that's a great tease. Okay, so we'll we'll start our show Friday to our listeners that yes. are out there. Yes, sir. No, no, no. Oh, that, that was Grant. Grant just wait. I thought Grant had something he wanted to add, but he's telling us to get off the air. I think. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, he's giving us the he's giving us the hook. He gave us the hook. Yeah, like like they used to do in the, the Gong Show. The Gong the Show. Gong show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you gong. what. To, to our listeners out there, I hope you have a great day. We enjoy being uh, you know being with you. So I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Friday with more sports.